Appalachia. Nobody truly knows where the word came from, but it seems that most folks have their own idea of what it is. Everything from run-down mobile homes full of meth heads to beautiful mountaintop views. The Appalachian Mountains are the oldest mountains in the world and once stood over 30,000 feet into the air. They span the eastern North America from Canada through 14 states all the way to Louisiana. Hello, I'm Larry Bentley. I was born and raised in these very mountains. I, for one, know that they're a source of unending tales and adventure. I also know that the views of an Appalachian as to what happens outside these mountains is a bit different than one might think. Join me as uh, we take a journey through these old Appalachian mountains and beyond. I think you'll be surprised at how it goes. Welcome to Season 3 of Appalachian Murder, Mystery, and Legend. Howdy, my good friends. Thank you for stopping by again. As you know, if you've been following the show for a while already, you know that we always share a different version of the night before Christmas as our season finale every year. Now, this year ain't going to be no different. It's an all-new, and, and I hope you enjoy it. So grab a seat and have a listen as I tell you about the Elf Before Christmas. was the night before Christmas when all through the house, the place was dead silent, quiet as a mouse. Stockings still hung by the chimney with care because old Santa Claus still made it by there. The children were all grown up and moved away, but they were bringing the grandbabies by on Christmas Day. And Mrs. Bentley and her kerchief and I and my cap had just settled on down for a little winter's nap. When I heard something scratching and messing around, I got up to see what was making that irritating sound. Away I went to see what was at the front door. Next thing I knew, I was laying in the floor. The moon shone through the bedroom window glass, and that's when I heard a screechy little voice say, you can kiss my little ass. When what to my wondering eyes should appear, but a sawed-off little elf who was flashing me his rear. That's when I noticed one thing more. Somehow the little monster had duct-taped me to the floor. You can't move, can you, fat boy, he said with a grin. Then he dropped his little elf breeches and moved me again. That didn't bother me as the next thing, much as the next thing he did. He had a tube of Vaseline and he took off the lid. And when he, <clears throat> then he said that, that screechy little tone, do you know what I'm going to do with this here ham bone? You don't remember me, do you, he said with joy. And I was your elf on the shelf when you was a little boy. I was happy when I first got to your home to watch him report on all the goings on. Before I got writer's cramp from writing it all down, to it put a permanent curve in my spine from just toting the notes around. I'd wag them all back to the North Pole every day, show them to Santa, and he'd just throw them away. No matter what you did, he just wouldn't listen, even after you flushed me down the toilet during the middle of Christmas season. You were the meanest little brat that I'd ever seen. You used me for target practice and even shot me in the spleen. You shaved all the hair off your own cat's back and glued it on the dog and stood there and laughed. You hung me the, in the top of your family Christmas tree and beat me like a pinata trying to knock candy free. 
I got you on video as more time would pass, and I showed it to Santa Claus, and he fired my ass. Threw me out in the snow to walk all along with a Christmas ham, which I ate down to this bone. I walked for years, and I knew you were getting old, but revenge is a dish best served cold. It took long enough for me to finally find you, so pucker up, boy, your payment's long overdue. He moved up close and whispered in my ear, Let's see how you like this bone sticking in your rear. Just as he went to grab the ham bone, Mrs. Bentley came down and drove the broom home. She hit him so hard that he bounced off the wall then swept him out the door, and that wasn't all. She told him to leave, and if he ever came back, she'd use him like a nail in a hardwood floor crack. She shook, he shook his little fist like he was ready to fight, saying, It ain't over, old man. I'll be back some night. As Miss Bentley removed the tape, she said all she had to say was, what did I, what'd you do to him to make him that way? I said, you know me too well, I said with a grin. Now let's get some more shut-eye before he comes back again. The babies will be here in just a little while, maybe a pot of coffee, she said with a smile. We fired up the bun as I put the water in. She said, looks like I saved her old ass again. I said, you sure did, honey. I'm sure glad you're here. Maybe later we can have a glass of Christmas cheer. Let this be a lesson this Christmas Eve night. Be good to your elves or you're in for a fight. There ain't nothing much worse than what I now know to be a Christmas elf that can't let anything go. Merry Christmas to you, my good friends. Until next year, we'll do it all again.